Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, November 27, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. The UK's Department of Digital, Culture, Media and Sport plans to create a Digital Markets Unit, or DMU, designed to enforce a new code to govern the behavior of platforms that currently dominate the market, such as Google and Facebook. This code will look at if the actions of these platforms disadvantage consumers, small businesses and news publishers. The DMU will have authority to suspend, block and reverse decisions made by platforms, order actions to be compliant with its code and issue financial penalties for non-compliance. The DMU will operate as part of the Competition and Markets Authority and begin work in April 2021. The New York Times reports that Amazon hired 427,300 employees from January to October this year, with a global workforce now of 1.2 million workers, up 50% of the year. Amazon currently has 810,000 workers in the U.S., Most of these hires are warehouse workers, but also include software engineers and hardware specialists for its cloud and streaming businesses. This total does not account for the 100,000 temporary workers brought on for the holiday shopping season or the estimated 500,000 contract delivery drivers. Logistic consultants at MWPVL International found Amazon tripled the number of U.S. warehouses for last-mile fulfillment in the U.S. in 2020. The Financial Times' sources say the Libra Association will launch its Libra cryptocurrency as early as January. Originally announced as a token tied to a wide mix of currencies and government debt, this launch will be limited to a single coin backed by the U.S. dollar, a so-called stablecoin. The Libra Association reportedly plans to launch other stablecoins pegged to single currencies over time and still hopes to eventually launch a digital composite of all its coins. An exact launch date is unknown as Libra awaits approval from the Swiss Financial Market Supervisory Authority. Microsoft launched Productivity Score in Microsoft 365 last year, an opt-in feature that aggregates information about everything from email use to network connectivity into a headline percentage for office productivity. This feature came under fire by security and privacy advocates this week as its default settings let managers check data on individual employees for seeing who sent the least emails, collaborated least on documents, and other metrics. In response, Microsoft reiterated its commitment to privacy, saying Productivity Score is not a work monitoring tool as it aggregates user data over a 28-day period. A spreadsheet with personal and health information on 16 million Brazilian COVID-19 patients was uploaded to a personal GitHub page earlier this month. The account belongs to an employee at the Albert Einstein Hospital in the city of Sao Paulo. The spreadsheet includes access to two government health databases that held information with patient names, addresses, ID information, and healthcare records, with data on citizens in all 27 of Brazil's states, including President Jair Bolsonaro, seven government ministers, and the governors of 17 Brazilian states. The spreadsheet has been removed from GitHub, with Brazilian officials revoking access keys and forcing password changes. Reuters sources say threat actors with ties to North Korea have attempted to break into systems of British drug maker AstraZeneca. After posing as recruiters on LinkedIn and WhatsApp, the actors sent malware-laden emails with job descriptions to current AstraZeneca employees. The attackers reportedly sent emails to a broad set of people, including staff working on COVID-19 research, although none are believed to have been successful. The attacks seemed to be part of a broader malware campaign that targeted defense companies and media organizations earlier this year with similar tactics. Apple has used Force Touch to identify touch pressure since 2015 and is still in use on MacBook touchpads, even as it's been phased out on iPhone and Apple Watch. A new patent application published by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office shows that Apple developed a system to add Force Touch to the MacBook Pro's touch bar. 
The system may be used to help prevent accidental taps on the touch bar. And finally, Xiaomi's Redmi sub-brand announced its first smartwatch, the creatively named Redmi Watch. The device costs 299 yuan, that's roughly 45 US dollars, features a 1.4-inch rectangular display, and offers NFC, Bluetooth 5.0, a heart rate monitor, and waterproofing up to 50 meters. Redmi claims 7 days of battery life with regular use, or up to 12 days using a power-saving mode. The Redmi Watch goes on sale in China December 1st, and XDA developers reports an FCC application for a near-identical device called the Mi Watch Lite, indicating a potential U.S. release under the Xiaomi brand. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. They'll be back on Monday. And remember, you can find show notes and links to all of our headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember... Have a super sparkly day.